Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Beverly. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing so well, and I must say it is always so comforting, comforting to me when we when we start chatting to see your background and your thread hanging on the wall and your rulers. And I just, I immediately, I'm back into a really sewing vibe, no matter where I've been. It's really yeah. wonderful. Well, it's always great to see you too. You also have thread in your background. <laughs> I do. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really good to be here. And of course, we've got a sponsor for our last episode here in April, um, and it's Stocks Patterns, who's been a friend of the show for some time. Lindy is giving us three different notes, one pattern, but three separate copies of the patent apron pattern, which is a half apron, a waist length apron, but it's kind of like a utility apron with webbing and little clicky things <laughs> that hold the apron together instead of being ties. And it's got this one giant pocket that you access from the sides. It's it's a really cool, cool apron. Well, decided to give that out and it feels like P, PF Stretch Yourself is a great month for a craft utility apron to be the gift. So yeah, yeah, and a totally different style of apron. Yeah. And if you would like to sponsor a prize for our show, all you have to do is be willing to ship that prize anywhere in the world. Of course, that's easiest for PDFs if you if that's what you're offering, but people have sh- uh shipped other prizes as well around the world and um they've worked well too. So just DM us on Instagram or email punkfrockers@gmail.com. That's great. Can I tell you what I've been sewing? Yes, yes, you can. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm still on my PF stretch yourself, which can we all just take a moment? You're probably in your car doing this, so be real safe about it. But just give me a round of applause for actually sticking with it for a whole month because I never do that. (laughs) 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 I'm really impressed with myself. So the most recent one I've made is the asymmetrical dress from DIY Daisy's book. And this is my effort to go through the entire book and make anything that's a, a clothing wearable and um, see how it works on my fat body based on standardized, pardon me, standardized measurements. And in the case of the asymmetrical dress, effectively, it has you cut the armholes, again, almost to my waist. Like the measurement that I'm using gets me an armhole that goes to my waist, which for me, that's just too much armhole. But if I were to wear the braless, there would be so much side boob and probably sloppy popped over to the side boob. It'd be very bad. And if I wear it with a bra, everything's definitely super visible. So I have to make a choice between do I try and match my skin tone or the dress and and have the bra be part of the party or not? Or do I just wear a t-shirt under it? And I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to wear a t-shirt under this one. I think this one's probably going to be sold for me, but I'm going to end up making myself another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to raise those armholes significantly. I really love the look of it. And I'm going to make myself another one. But the other thing it did for me was it made me think the way this one's built is you are gathering onto um, bias, which mm-hmm. you may remember from Fotinia, <laughs> one of your favorite gather onto bias experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you're gathering onto bias tape. And I thought, well, what if I just took the concept, raise the armpits and I put a casing in 
And then I stuck a string through it so I can just gather it and then tie it my shoulders and it can fit like a huge range of bodies first off at that point, because if you make it in a bigger size, if you're a smaller person, you could just bring that in and it'd probably fit you, right? Mm -hmm. The only question would be the armholes and you're going to tie those strings to bring them up a little more if you need them. So it should be fine. I thought that's interesting. And I thought, oh, I hate it when you put a string through like that, because you end up having to rethread it over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to split it in the middle. Like I'm going to, in this very center point, I'm just going to put some stitching to hold. I do that with drawstrings all the time. Yeah, Yeah, I do that all the time. Now, why isn't that always a part of the instructions? Because in my experience, it isn't. It may be occasionally, but I've never seen it. So and I also, like why that. isn't it like that even in ready-to-wear sweatshirts or whatever? Oh, my God. Like, it so should be. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm going to do. And I, I thought, I'm going to make it exactly, well, not exactly as designed, but the same design with the shorter armholes so I can mm-hmm. see DIY Daisy's version of it. And then I think I'm just going to go completely rogue and do my own version, um, in part because that gives me a dress that I could then actually sell because I won't be using any of the measurements or anything else, just the visual mm-hmm. concept of sundress with tie shoulders. Yeah. And, and I feel very good about that. So I'm very, very excited um, to remake that one. The second one I made was a rectangular jacket that is based on the rectangular shirt pattern that she has that I have not made yet. Um, and the rectangular jacket I've made twice. The first time I made it, I misunderstood the instructions for the measurement. And so it was too tiny. I never put it on my body and I sold it during my last closet sale <laughs> because I, I could not, I literally couldn't put my arms in it. Okay. Um, the arms were big enough, but the measurement was, the measurement was described as your bust arm measurement. And I'm like, what the fuck is a bust arm measurement. And because I'm very clever, I did not look to see in the book what they defined it as. I just thought it probably left out the word under. So I'm just going to measure there. (laughs) And and that's how it ended up way too small because my underarm bust, high bust measurement plus the number of inches isn't even my bust measurement. I see. I see. (laughs) So it was not, it was not effective, but this time I did it. And what she meant was the fullest part of your bust but like with your arms down, measure that uh, all the way around your body. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, how do you, but anyway, it's fine. It was a good measurement. It was listed in the book. If I'd done something like, I don't know, read the book read from the start, <laughs> it would have been completely clear to me. This was a hundred percent my fault. However, I will say that that measurement with the the number that you add to it still ends with a garment that I could not pull the two angled fronts of the shirt the the jacket together at the center Mm. now it's not meant to be at you know pulled together like that exactly but to me any jacket I'm wearing probably should if it's hip length should meet in the center at least meet in the center for my hip and it did not so it is a perfectly fine jacket it's not the right style jacket for me I'm unlikely to make this one again I think it is as designed I don't think in the visuals I've looked at that it really overlaps a lot for others. It may a little, but I think it is as designed and it just it's just not for me. Nothing right. wrong with that, just not mine. So I do recommend highly that A, you buy the book because I really love the book. I'm having so much goddamn fun with this book. But B, that you, I don't know, read the book as well. That's a thing I've sort of skipped. <laughs> I just went straight to the patterns and it will benefit you to read it. I did flip through, like I looked at some of the instructions on how do you make a hem or how do you do this? How do you do that? And they're, they're nice little instructions. I just, for whatever reason, I thought I know how to measure a body. <laughs> and it's turned out a couple of times that, that I don't. <laughs> so. 
So one thing I think is funny is on your little chart here that you have with with everything, you've listed the color as yellow. (laughs) I often type faster than I spell check, but I think it is. It's a really bright yellowy yellow. So it does qualify as yellow. And so I like it. Okay. All right. Well, I actually did my PF Stretch Yourself project. Uh, much less detailed than yours is a single dress, but it's gotten me on this, this tear. So I'm going to talk about it right now. Okay. I drafted my own swing dress. This was out of, um, this was because I wanted to make this swing dress by a designer that I love who had previously expanded the size range of this dress, but then it's not available online. And when I question them about, they're like, oh yeah, we're tweaking things, but it's been years. So um, I decided I didn't want to buy it because I mean, it's, it's the size, the largest size right now is one bigger than me. So I wasn't going to buy that. And um, so I decided to make it myself. (laughs) So I um, looked online and, 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 and copied the design, which I'm, allowed to do. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I had a go at it and it wasn't, it wasn't that it was terribly hard. And I also think that I ended up with a better dress for me than I would have with that pattern, because I noticed, and I don't know if the larger size ranges are different, but I wouldn't have got the larger size range in it. There aren't darts. And I really, in a dress that's, that does not have a waist, especially I need. Yeah. Because it's very tenty on somebody who has a larger chest not to have darts in a it also dress. changes how it's going to hang right yeah, i mean right. it's 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 something where it comes like it comes off ski slope like off your boobs and it's it's just not the right the hem is raised up too much yep. there's there's a lot about it that's not right without darts i agree with you yeah so basically what i made was a dress that had um not a not a high neck line but the highest that I use, maybe crew or something right, like right. that, right? And then um, it's a it's a tank. I did an all-in-one facing on it, um, which I stitched wow. down. Yes. And uh, I made a hem facing. Um, I'm because so proud of you already. Know, I'm just dying. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, this also started to tear too, because Jim says to me one day, he says, when are you going to start designing your own dresses? And I was at first like, Mm. you know, like it's still a creative project, even if I'm not doing that, which he wasn't making a comment. He was just curious, you know, like, I don't know. So then I thought about, I thought, you know, I, I could do a lot more as far as designing my own stuff because I am able to do this and it was fun and I'm not out of clothes. Like I don't need to hurry up and make these clothes. I'm making them because I want to. So, um, so anyways, I decided to start with, um, okay. So I was thinking about, oh, I could take Brooks and campers class, but I mean, the problem is I don't, I, I don't want to make a skirt (laughs) (laughs) and I know the whole reason she wants to do that, but, um, but I decided to, so I, I had previously made like a block for myself using a class on what's that one craftsy that we have. Yeah. Craftsy. Yeah. Um, But, and so that was fine, but I was kind of, 
I wasn't totally happy with it and I, I can adjust that and whatever, but I decided to purchase a, you can put in all your measurements and get a computer generated block. So I know this may not fit perfect Who who knows, but it doesn't matter because you, um, where's the link? There's no link in the show notes, Beverly. I will put it in there. It's <laughs> called like London lab or something. And you put in all your measurements and this is the weirdest freaking thing. You put it in and then it starts populating the, the measurements based on its expectation. Mm-hmm. So like you give it a few measurements and a lot. Now, some of them were quite different, but it gives you a lot they were pretty close what they expected my measurements to me to be like some of them were um they expected my arm to be bigger than it was based on other measurements but you know i put i put in whatever fixed it in other words it was a lot yeah. of measurements you're meant to have somebody help you of course i didn't i just did it myself but i still think that whatever i get out of that so i've got the pattern i've got the it printed off you can choose like how many darts you want what you know how much ease you want i'm like not doing it with ease because i'm going to be changing that myself yeah um, but you um yeah i think it's going to be holy crap that sounds amazing yeah it's a great starting point and it was like like 499 pounds, which is, I don't know, 50 bucks. Just kidding. I think it's like less than, no. less than 10. <laughs> it feels that way sometimes, but it's been a while, I think, since it's been really that bad. No, <laughs> it's way less than $10. So, which is great, you know, to have a starting point, I think. So, I'm going to be doing some stuff like that. And this is also not in the show notes. So, this, I'm, I want to give you surprises. Um, <laughs> Jim and I have kind of gone down this wormhole using uh, the Bing AI image creator. Yeah. And, oh my God, it's so much fun. Like I put in like Springer Spaniel wearing gray suit texting. And there's a picture of a dog, looks like my dog texting, wearing a suit. It's like a lot of fun, but you get weird images too. Like if you put a person, the hands will have extra fingers and stuff. Like it's really bizarre, but I decided to use it, um, to, to come up with a new idea for a design I wanted to make. And I'll put the picture in here, um, for a, um, for like a dress that I want to design. So I put in like, um, boho style dress, blue, blue linen or something like that. And it put out this image, which I will, I'll put in the show notes and it came up with this really cool thing in a sleeve treatment that I've never seen before. And I'm like, that's cool. So I'm going to work on, on trying it. And every time you put it in, you could get this, you keep clicking it and they give you four more and four more and four more. Um, each time and they're always different it's like made new so you can spend a lot of time on this let me tell you but it is fun and so um I will I will put in I'll put in the it's show. really interesting for getting inspiration I did go out and find um the pattern lab London's <laughs> place to buy the blocks and I have not filled up my shopping cart yet but I can promise you I will be because one of the things I'm struggling with right now I've only made 
weirdly, like a handful of knit dresses, like very few. I've primarily made like the Tarly from um, Mana and Broad. And I've created my own just by being like, that feels right. But I've never really, like, I haven't done a lot of exploring. So for a woven dress, I feel really comfortable just sketching a thing out on paper and giving it a go. Cause I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it'll fit. I kind of have a, I can eyeball sort mm-hmm. of what needed to make a garment for me. But with a knit dress, I'm, it's harder. I've, I have made many knit dresses where my first guess was like tighter than skin, like mm-hmm. so tight or overly loose. Cause I, I went the wrong direction and I noticed that they had a block for a knit dress, a stretch dress. Oh, they did. Interesting. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what that might yield. Um, Yeah. Anyway, we'll, uh, boy, we'll have to both check back in on that. That's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But have you done any, I don't know, sewing, sewing? Well, that stretch yourself project was sewing. Mm -hmm. Um, True, true. But then I also made, so this is interesting. I made the by hand London Liz dress um, and it is a nice pattern. There's lots of options on it. The one that I made is the one that has, um, it's just like a fitted bodice with darts in um, the side darts, darts coming from the waist and also waist darts in the back. So you're doing a lot of waist start. You're doing a lot of dart sewing and there's a, fully lined bodice. So you're doing it twice. Um, so it's, you know, quite a bit of darts, but then it has three tiers. Okay. So this is the weird thing. They have an option. I printed out, I had the pattern printed, but they have an option that you don't print the tiers because they're just rectangles, right? Yeah. So they they give you the measurements. So I go with that. I make the, the dress. It turns out the top tier is ever so slightly larger than the middle tier. Whoops. So I sent them a... So the gathering's on the wrong. That would be... (laughs) And you wouldn't even... It's like, I mean, it's like within an inch. I mean, it's so small difference that it's just basically ease in, right? So it doesn't work. So I, I I emailed them. And the lady was really nice. She's like, oh, let me look into it. I'll check and let you know. And then she, I think she thought my question was different than it was. And she wrote back and she goes, oh, no, it's fine. You just have to not cut it on the fold or something like that. I'm like, no, nah, it still didn't work. So I I sent out the she hasn't gotten back to me. I, I suppose what I'm going to have to do is just print it out um, to get what the intended measurements are. Another problem. There's two blocks, a larger and a smaller. The right. third tier the measurements are smaller for the large block than the small block. That makes no that, sense. That seems weird. So um, I asked mm-hmm. her to send it to me. I mm-hmm. think they, I bet you when you print the pattern, everything's fine because several, many people have made it and I bet they just printed it all out. Right, um, right, right. And so the problem is in the measurements and not in that. It's a gorgeous dress. I mean, lots of beautiful examples of it. Um, but I had this, when I went to go gather it, because I was just following the measurements. I didn't like look to see if the measurements made sense. I just followed what they said to do. And then I go to put it together. I'm like, wait a minute. I have all this gathered. I even did two rows of stitching for the gathering. I go to put really it annoying. And yeah. I'm like pulling out farther, farther, farther. And I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't work. So anyways, I will be um, 
fixing that though. So I, I, I was able to do it. The only problem was I had run a little short on fabric. So I ended up taking that middle tier and cutting it along what ends up being vertically on the dress. So it's half as long that, that, that middle tier, but it's twice as wide as it originally was. And I used it as the third tier on the dress. So I kind of swapped them in there, but um, I think, I think that's really neat. And what a, what a saga. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the third thing I'm doing is I'm teaching a coworker to sew. Oh, how fun. So boy, I'm chatty this morning because I have, I have a little story about this too. Um, she is a post back and she's just the sweetest thing. She's, um, her name is Anjali, which is a N J A L I. And when I first met her, I told her, I thought it was E N J O L I based on the perfume commercial from, and she's like, what perfume commercial? And I said, <laughs> you know, that one, you can bring home the bacon, fry, fry it, it up in the pan. Never and let, let him the man. Yeah, it's yeah. um. I'm a woman. Okay, so yeah. um. <laughs> well, so she's I like, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so all the postbacks are like, I don't know what that is, and I'm like, yes, you do. And so I play it on my phone. They looked at me totally blank. None of them had heard that song, and That's it was hilarious. It's so weird because. I would guess in at least in the United States, there's not a single person our age that wouldn't know that song. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It was so weird. Anyway, so um I'm teaching her how to make a little lounge set. So it's been fun. I think that is amazing and I am really into it. I love that that's a thing that you're doing. That is so awesome. Yeah. I actually had someone ask me. Um, whether, whether I taught sewing, (laughs) I, at at work, I mean, and I said, for you, I'd be willing to, to show you how to sew. (laughs) And they said, oh no, it's for my partner. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that (laughs) because it's not something I want to do a lot of, but I'd be interested in having some of that conversation just to see what it looks like. You know what I mean? So yeah, anyways. it's not something I'm interested in doing a lot, a, a lot of, um, but uh, you know, I, you know, she asked me. And so I said, sure. And, um, and it's working out nice. We're doing a, you know, a fairly easy pattern for her and, and everything's fitting nice. So that's good. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's really neat. So um, that, that's really wonderful to hear. But we have a different purpose here today, and we're not to it yet because we've got to get through a bunch of new patterns first. <laughs> I'm true. sorry. Do we have to get through it? <laughs> we we don't. And actually, the first one, it's funny to me because the first one you've got listed, I don't remember seeing the tester call for because I would have 100% applied for it. And that is Jennifer Lauren Handmaid's new MET, which I got to tell you, Beverly, I feel like you don't have enough t-shirt patterns. And this one's kind of neat. It is. I actually it is. really love this. Yeah, it's um, it has it, it, it. Okay, first of all, I'll I'll tell you what they say. It comes <laughs> with a complete with two bodice versions, plain or slashed, and that doesn't mean it's all slashed up. It means that it's like color blocked, um, as well as two different bodice lengths and a longer sleeved pattern piece, um, 
for the folks heading into the colder weather. Or guess what? It's going to get cold here again, too, eventually. Um, so the view one is you can really use a bunch of scrap knits, which I like this idea because, you know, you can do this yourself, but this makes it a lot easier, right? And my work that I did with um, the Creative Hinterland class showed me that it's not so easy to make these style lines. You know, that's, it's, yeah, it seems simple, but it's, it it can Mm -hmm. be difficult, Mm -hmm. especially if you want them to, you know, lay just right. Anyway, um, it comes with these style lines. It's a grown on sleeve there. And then the, the long sleeve is just added to that. Nice neck, nice rounded neckline. Yeah. I I think it's really cool. And because of the two lengths, what I'd want to do is a slash style, but cropped. I think it's, it's completely cute. I yeah. I love, love, love this one, which is weird to me because I am not always a color blocked person. I will well, say I have some hesitation around color blocking in knits yeah. because I always find that harder to get it to lay flatter. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you get that mm-hmm. little ripply effect, right? Yep. So I think um, I could, you know what that would be really cute under is when there, you know, you made some their pinafore i think it's an ivy yeah. pinafore yep. and like i think it's a solid color you made the pinafore in i did and so if you had that color block t-shirt i bet that would look really cute it, under that. i'm sure it would be super cute um that one's really neat what else do we have the other one we have is this so over it josephine blouse um which is a floaty top with long cleft sleeves it's a like a wrap top and it includes like there's a there's a piece to make a scallop detail around the whole neckline, or you can just keep the binding simple and um, it's, or the finish, the edges simple with binding. Um, I like that it's, um, it, it looks like a really nice little wrap top. I mean, it's pretty simple. It is, but I think it's got some nice little details to it that would make it interesting, you know, like different. Yeah. It's than, recommend- the, than the average. Yeah, it's recommended that um, you make it in a lightweight woven fabric with lots of drapes. So that's different than a lot of, you know, wrap type tops. It absolutely is. And I love the little scallops that you can put in it, although they feel to me like a really great opportunity for me to have to iron. Yeah, it looks like a lot of those will be better if they're ironed first. Yes, I think so. (laughs) And I bet you it's double sided and yeah. Yeah, super cute. I wanted to call out the edge fold dress by Misusu Patterns. This is a pattern company I'd never heard of and a dress that was just released. And it comes as a top or a dress. And it is, it's three pattern pieces for the top at any rate. And it looks to me like the dress is the same three pattern pieces, but extended in a cocoony way, right? Mm -hmm. So it is three pattern pieces to make this really interesting sort of blocky top. That, ha- that includes the facings. That's all face. That's not bias tape. And so, mm. so they have to be self-faced, it seems to me, yeah. to be together in that way. And everyone that I've seen post about it has said, it's amazing how this comes together. So it's a V-neck at the front, a V-neck at the back. The front is a little bit lower than the back. If you do the dress, it's extended as a cocoon. And it's got an extended edge on the shoulder to make a sleeve. It's not much of a sleeve. It's just extended, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so just comes a little bit off of your shoulder, the lines on it, the front and the back pieces are made of, um, are made of pieces that are set seamed down the center 
and there's a side panel. So my guess is your three pieces are the front piece, the side piece, and then the back piece where the neckline of the back piece extends far enough forward that it connects. You'll see the shoulder seam is visible on the front. Yeah. It's not a shoulder seam. It's a in front of the shoulder seam. Right? Yeah. Kind and of like so, if you had a yoke there. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had a yoke, but you can't have, because it says three pieces. <laughs> and, and you're like, I'm pieces, telling you, it better only be three pieces. Yeah. yeah that's really three cute. Pieces, that's got to bend over. I just thought this one was really interesting. It's like, yeah. unlike things I've seen before. And I'm definitely interested in it. This is one where I'm like, I'd like to make the top maybe cropped. I may be interested in the dress, but I'm not sure. But I definitely am interested in the top as something that's cropped a little bit to wear over my yesterday dresses or to wear separately with the skirts I've been making. Yeah, I wonder. It's It reminds me of something that you would see for um, a zero waist or low waist dress. And I wonder it, if it, it is. It does. I don't think it can be because of the, it might be low waist, but with those Vs, it's... yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're building in some improbability there for that, but it's but it's just it's really interesting. And people are making it in a bunch of different fabrics, right? Like it's it's the sort of thing where you might anticipate just having lightweight jerseys or things like that out of it, but people have been making it out of heavier weight jerseys. I'm interested in trying to make it out of a woven. Yeah, I was like, this is a knit. It is, and I think that's at least in part because it is the dress version. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but even the shirt version in the chest area, (laughs) you should probably make sure. Yeah, the sizing on that. But isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's very interesting. And I think, you know, speaking of color blocking, it's like set up for that, right? Like It is. I will say the images that they have, there are no images of what I would what I would consider to be a visibly fat sewist. There are there are, there are no folks who wouldn't fit in standard sizing for most pattern companies. Okay. Visually. Doesn't mean they wouldn't, just that the pictures don't represent someone who wouldn't fit in standard sizes with a regular company to me. Okay. But they are really neat looking. Like I I really this one is so intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just had to toss that one in. And of course, Mana and Broad yesterday or the day before released their new um, Asteri- As- Alistra dress, which has a max 71.5. But of course, that's a faux max because if you're above that size, they will draft for you. And this is a fitted knit dress, one piece front, two piece back, two different butt presentations you have flat butt and shelf butt (laughs) um and it's available with a scoop neck or a funnel neck okay and the nice thing from a printing the pattern perspective is that mana and broad for that funnel neck instead of having a whole new piece they've always done it where it's a piece that you would just lay over top of the scoop neck piece which is really nice because that minimizes the number of pages of pattern you're going to have to print to have both options this one, I think, was a three-pager, as I recall, because I have already purchased it and, and ordered it printed. <laughs> I think um, I think Sheila Kelly made this. Yes, recently. she did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you and want to see an it's, example, go ahead. It's fitted looking. It does have negative ease, not a whole lot of negative ease, but some negative ease at the hip. Mm-hmm. But it's But it's fitted, but it doesn't look like for many, because of that back seam, it, it falls off your body the way it should. 
instead of necessarily yeah. being like baggy at your low back and stretched over your butt and things mm-hmm. like that. It, it The pictures I've seen are great. I think the most hilarious launch picture I saw was the combination of Leela and Jess and their photos. Leela's is like a lavender tinged gray and Jess's is black. And that is the opposite yeah. of what you would anticipate for those sewists. And I, as soon as I saw the pictures, I thought that's hilarious. And then they both commented that it was unintentional. That they had oh, wow. not, they had not meant to intentionally Freaky Friday themselves. But oh, that's funny. <laughs> but I loved it anyway. I had to throw that one in last minute because I, I think if you just go off and look at the images of people who've made this, especially if you're a fat sewist. This dress fits so well across several different body sizes that I've seen demonstrated so far that I have complete faith that it's going to be exactly what I would want from a column knit dress for myself. Cool. Okay, so we wanted to recap some of our picks from this month's theme. I can't believe we're at the end of the month already. I know it's wild, but PF Stretch Yourself, I think, has been pretty successful. Folks have really embraced it. Oh, yeah. A lot of really good ones. The first one that I saw that I wanted to call out because it also like put a little shame on me because I didn't do what I said um, (laughs) is um, Jamila Singer made a jacket and it is a very complicated looking jacket. It really is. It's the sort of jacket where as soon as you see it, you think, oh, I wonder if that was at REI or did you get yeah. it somewhere else? Like where did you pick up this technical hooded jacket for outdoor activities? Like an anorak type. I mean, it's it well, not quite, it, but you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't well, even it know. It has like these, it's like made from what appears to be technical fabric. It has a zipper up the front, but like a shield over the zipper, like I guess keep you warm in the wind. There's like a, um, there's these really big, looks like pockets on the front. It looks like you can go in both directions on the pockets. There's also those, um, you know, at the bottom, that pull, that stretchy pulley thing that you can yeah. like eat, you know, get it to be close to you. So it looks like it's a, just a really great jacket. I'm so impressed. Yeah. And the the designer who does not design up to our standard describes it as an unlined outdoor jacket with detachable hood, detachable hood, long sleeves, zipper closure, um, and high collar, patch pockets, side pockets, another pocket under the flap. Um, the top half of the zipper has a zipper shield with a snap closure. There's there's an overlapping snap closure for the pockets. The hems hood and cuffs are gathered with elastic cords, and they're all sewn with flat felt seams. It's it's fantastic. So it's it's. I mean, for I think reading the description was stretchy for me. Much less much less actually doing it. It's like a lot going on there, and yeah. it looks amazing. It genuinely just looks like a. I know a purchased garment isn't the highest compliment in the universe, but it looks like a thing where. If you if you just showed me a picture of this person saying that they were making something wearing something homemade, my first go-to would be, well, they should have undone the jacket so we could see the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, or the pants or whatever, but it's not. I'm blown away. This is amazing, Jimmy yeah. Singer. What a great job. Awesome. Um our second one was Rachel.weber, and it's a stretchy cotton jersey, but the real stretch was accepting and posting form-fitting clothing. When the steroids, insulin, and thyroxine that I take cause my body to frequently change, 
and trying to practice acceptance and not judgment. Now that's a stretch. And that's, that's beautiful. That's really amazing. And I think that is, that is one of the hardest damn stretches is figuring out how to be okay with whatever it is you see in the mirror, when you look down, when a photo's taken, et cetera. For the longest time for me, I would never allow a picture of myself without looking at it. Yeah. If you took a picture, I want to see it before you post it, before you get Mm -hmm. it printed, before you do anything with it. And I no longer do that, but that was, I mean, that's decades of of journey to go from, you can take a picture of me if I approve of every intimate piece of it or no pictures. Yeah, (laughs) That's awesome. So congratulations, Rachel.Weber. That's really amazing. Good job. Yeah. Um, the next one we have is Maggie who sews and they did a, um, uh, the top down center out method to make some pants, some trousers, the Miriam trousers. And, um, they're, they're so good. I mean, I'm just, I'm amazed at how, what a good fit they got. Um, they say it's a little loose. I like my pants a little loose, but, um, it looks fantastic. And uh, they even got a little comment from Ithaca Maven on there about how great they look. I just think it's it, it was exactly what this challenge was intended for, for somebody to do something they were a little afraid of. Um, yeah. And I, I really love that they stuck, they went with a pair of pants that are cotton twill in a stripe, which I think can only help top down center out. You know what I mean? To have that stripe sort of built into them so that you have another reference point, basically, as you're doing your smidging here and smidging sure. there. But it's, also, they, that's they there's great. a challenge, because if you mess that up... Oh, it's very visible. Yeah, it's so <laughs> obvious, and this is so perfect. So It works really great, and I love that they used to have drag lines and don't anymore. Um, I'll be honest, though, when I look at other people's clothing, I never notice the drag lines. Like, I'm aware uh, that they're a thing that exists, but when I look at other people's clothing, I'm just like... Oh my God, you're amazing. Look at what you made. <laughs> I mean, and, and the funny thing is, is like as sewists, we concern ourselves with this, with this. I want everyone to just go out and kind of look at the general population who is not wearing home sewn stuff. Yeah. They all, of course, have these drag lights because, you know, that's just the way it's it is. It's not made to fit any one person. It's made to fit all people. Yeah. But I mean, but it's also one of those things where, And I know that's part of it is it's just not who I am, but I don't think most people are looking for reasons to criticize the specific fit of clothing. Mm -hmm. So even if you haven't gotten it to where you've eliminated all drag lines, know that you are the only one who is probably actually noticing that with a critical eye. And that's because people, I think, tend to be harder on themselves for the most part than they are on others. On others, you're just enthused by what they've done. Yeah. And with yourself, you're curious as to why you're not perfect yet. (laughs) (laughs) And perfection is not our purpose. It is not the thing that really happens, right? But these look damn close to it. I love it. I think so. Um, And I like how they're they're fashioned here as well, honestly, with the the stripy shirt that's got that the little bit of an angle to it, it's it's just really neat. And the stripes are the other direction on the shirt. They are. And, yeah. and I, I really appreciate that as well. Really great work. But then now, I want to talk about one that's really near and dear to my heart. And yes. we normally only do three on these, and I know that, but I'm I'm pulling in um Lori, somebody or other's mom for this one. And Lori is 
she has become such a good friend to me over the course of this the podcast. We met each other through the podcast and we now sew together regularly on Saturday mornings and it's 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 a it's a real friendship. It's really nice, but but what she's done to stretch is she has made the very first completed project where she designed, drafted and sewed the whole thing up. And she is calling it the Patrick apron smock or dress. And it is based on the big four walkaway dress, which is an apron dress that is a vintage pattern from, I want to say 1957, but it's a butterick pattern. And the pattern itself is sort of a blue, the, the image on it is sort of a blue check, I think, with a bias binding around it. And an apron dress or a walkaway dress, for those who don't know, is basically the only way that it's a, that it's a t- the front and back are attached to each other. They're tethered to each other at the shoulder seams. And the front of the dress and the back of the dress both are like an apron that has the top and the skirt on the apron in that you, when you put it over your head, you're going to tie the back piece around the front, Mm. the front of your body, and then you're going to take the front piece and you're going to tie it around the back of your body and they overlap at the side seams. And that's, that's how you end up with a full coverage dress. So this dress is the big like four. A, made. It's like a double, like if you were to split a wrap dress in half and like and have both have sides wrap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the the big four version of this. There's also a a tutorial for how to draft your own walk away. Which neither that nor the big four have ever worked for my body. I've never been able to get them to work, and I've made my own, and I've paid sewists to make them for me, and I've been unsuccessful in all cases in getting something that works right for my body. And it's been it's been like one of the disappointments of my life that I haven't been able to have this dress that I've always wanted, and and it's something that Lori decided to draft for herself. And she she calls it the Patrick because the front bodice piece with the darting in it, if you lay the piece out flat with the darts cut out, it looks like a starfish. And Patrick Star from SpongeBob SquarePants is one of her son's favorite characters. So it's the Patrick dress. And <clears throat> it is it is amazing. And it is, as she puts it, her answer to the big four walkaway dress that doesn't fit you if you are fat or have a large difference between your upper and full chest measurements. If a plan can be figured out, her hope is to grade this so it fits folks who wish they could have that dress but are excluded from it. But that all hinges on a few other things she's trying to figure out because she doesn't want to be a pattern designer, but she thinks that fat, queer, and other underserved folks deserve to wear the styles and fashion that they want. So... This is something that um, I've talked to Beverly about it before. I think I've even mentioned it on the podcast. About a year and a half ago, um, Lori sent me my very own milkmaid dress pattern that she had put together out of, she she made sure she owned and I owned the same commercial patterns by indie designers Mm -hmm. and used those to make a milkmaid dress for me. And and sketch me in it on the front of the pattern. It's hilarious and wonderful. It's like one of the best things I've ever gotten in my life. It's so cool. And since that moment, it feels like Lori's been looking for a way to make that dress, the milkmaid one, and now this dress available to fat bodies, which is exciting to me. And she's missing a few pieces, like figuring out if you don't really want to test a pattern, you don't really want to release a pattern for money. You just want to get it into hands. How do you make sure it fits across all the sizes. And the answer probably is you don't, you don't actually test every single size, but you pick 
end point and a midpoint and you test those. And so she's got herself, she's got me. And I think we haven't identified somebody who would be that top end tester, but you get a few folks to volunteer their time to be a part of this volunteer activity to get this out into the hands of right. people who would like to make it. And I, I don't, it, it makes me emotional to think of the amount of effort that she has put into trying to do this when she is not even the body that's trying to be served by this. This, yeah. is, this is entirely an act of love for others that that only barely benefits her in the sense that she could also make one for herself. Yeah. But she learned to draft through Urbachia Studios, Victoria's drafting class in order to do this. I mean, wow. that is that is such a heavy lift. That is months and months and months of tedious work learning to use. She called me early on with like, oh my God, learning to use Illustrator is so hard. Yeah. And all these things. And yet, and yet, this is where this is where she's ended up. And I had to call that out in a really big way because yeah. it makes my it makes my teeny tiny dried up heart grow three sizes for sure. <laughs> when I think she, about, you know, this. She's a good one. That's for sure. And this dress, you should go find her feed and go look at the, the dress. When you swipe through it, it's a teal dress with pink and white flowers on it and kind of a checky background or a crosshatch background. When you go to her feed and you swipe through, there's a video of her walking and twirling in it. And mm. it's a very twirly skirt. It fits perfectly. I have never seen one of these apron dresses fit so well on someone with such a large chest to waist to high chest difference. It is it is stunning. She she should be proud of herself. I'm proud of her. We should all be proud of her. This is amazing. So. That's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> so if you would like to support us by not actually drafting a dress pretty specifically for me, um, you could do this by going to patreon.com slash punk frockers and you could sign up for one of our three tiers of support. We really appreciate the support that you provide through this. So thank you to our current Patreon subscribers and to all of our future Patreon subscribers and obviously to each and every one of our listeners. Y'all make this so much better. Be sure to share our podcast on Instagram when you see the postings related to it. Tell all your friends at various events about it. The more people who hear about us, the better it is for helping us to build that inclusive sewing audience that we'd like to have. That's right. So I guess we will... See you, See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. The Punk Frockers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frockers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art. <laughs>